0: Good morning. Happy Sunday to everybody. Um, hopefully you had a wonderful Saturday. It is February the 21st, 2021. Uh, and again, it's a beautiful Sunday morning here in Spartan, New Jersey. Cold nonetheless. Um, hopefully you had an opportunity yesterday to listen to uh, the podcast from yesterday, which gave a week seven review. Uh, that one was entitled Goldilocks. So check it out. Um, I went with uh, the title of Goldilocks because uh, from the old story, um, Goldilocks goes into the three bears' house, and you know it, this one was uh, too little, this one was too big, this one was too just right. The, the porridge, this one was too cold, this one was too hot, this one was just right. So that's kind of a play off of what's going on in the economy with the Federal Reserve—that uh, really they're walking a tightrope. Uh, between what the economy is. They don't want it too hot, they don't want it too cold, they want it just right. So uh, that was really the premise behind the title of uh, yesterday's podcast called Goldilocks. We're going to piggyback off of, um, off of Goldilocks today, uh, but before I do that, I, I do want to get into the week eight stock showdown. All of the teams are available. Uh, now to pick from, unlike last week where you had until Tuesday 9 a.m. to make your picks um, because of President's Day. This is normal normal uh, normal week, <laughs> Monday to Friday, so you have until 9 a.m. Um, tomorrow, February 22nd, to make your picks for the Week 8 Stock Showdown. Uh, this week's winner is completely free service. Uh, really, the, the point is to try and build a user base to get people comfortable using the platform, get people excited to use the platform, that, that word spreads and, and people have a genuine interest in, um, in, in watching the stocks, picking the stocks, um, getting educated about certain things in the economy, about certain stocks, so they can take that information and make well-informed decisions about their own personal portfolios, retirement accounts, etc. cetera. So uh, this is completely free service. Uh, we are giving away a $25 Amazon gift card to the, uh, the top recipient, whoever has the top percentage performance or point total, for that matter, in the upcoming week, will get a $25 Amazon gift card. Last week's winner was Kevin Rade, neighbor of mine. So I uh, actually went live uh, with Facebook at 4:30, in which, which in which case I'll be doing every Friday's going live and uh, hopefully um, be announcing that winner. And you know, if it's a neighbor of mine again, I'll be hand delivering that. If not, we'll, we'll make other arrangements. Uh, So, nevertheless, here we are. Without further ado, welcome to the Week 8 preview of the Stock Showdown. So, as I was saying, the companies are all available on the website, that's stock-showdown.com. Upon looking at the website, you can get to see the teams uh, themselves if you go into the navigation bar underneath Competitions. And if you were to click on week eight showdown, this will bring you to the 44 companies involved in the week eight stock showdown. If you recall, there are 11 industries in the economy, 11 major industries in the economy. And we are taking four companies from each of the 11 industries each and every week. It is a different set of four, which means it's a different set of 44 companies each and every week to select from. Uh, Those that that list, and it's interesting as I was having a conversation with a past recipient, uh, actually two-time winner, Dr. Grano, yesterday. We actually went sled riding. uh, No, sorry, sledding. (laughs) I said that yesterday to my wife. Uh, Let's go sled riding, and she corrected me and said, it's sledding, not sled riding. So, um, we went sledding yesterday, uh, my wife, myself, and my three kids, and we met up with uh, neighbor Dr. Grano, again, the the two-time Stock Showdown winner, and his three kids, and we all went sledding. And uh, he asked me where you know, where were these lists derived from? So these lists are actually derived from just getting and abstracting the top 32 market capitalization teams or companies, excuse me, in each and every industry. So there's plenty of websites that already provide that information. I'm just abstracting that information and providing it to you in, in a different way. So that's where those lists are coming from. And we're talking about market cap. Um, we're talking about companies that have a size. Market capitalization is just nothing more than taking the amount of shares um, out there, which means available shares, which means you know ownership in the company. How many shares are out there to be traded to the general public? So you're taking that number and you're multiplying it by the price per share, what investors are willing to pay price per share for that company. When you multiply those two numbers together, you get what's called their market capitalization. That's just the size of the company based upon shares outstanding times the price per share. Um, So when we're talking about this list, we're talking about companies that have a market cap in excess of $10 billion. And there's plenty of companies out there, but I'm taking the top companies um, of each and every industry, and then separated each and every week so now we've reached the point of week eight which now you're talking about the the teams 29 through 32 um, that fit into that parameter so here they are without further ado we're going to go industry by industry um some some will resonate with you some won't um but again it's all available on the stock showdown website underneath week eight, uh, underneath competitions, week eight showdown, you can see the companies that are involved. Each company, when clicked upon, uh, if you click upon their name with the ticker symbol that's in parentheses, the ticker symbol is just the stock abbreviation of that particular company, it will bring you to their stock page uh, via Google Finance. So then you can see in a snapshot what's been happening with that particular company over the last day, five days, month, three months, six months, year, etc. So do your due diligence, do your research, or just listen to me, my podcast. I try to, again, break down these things, give you a snapshot of things to look for with these particular industries and companies. Upon doing your research or just, again, listening to me, um, (laughs) you would then go to the um, navigation bar at the top where it says play now. There's a button that says play now. It's in blue. That brings you directly to a Google form that allows you to make your selections for the week eight showdown. Now, to try and simplify things a little bit, what I did was I I took each company and next to each company, I gave you the performance of that particular company over the last week. So you then have a, a snapshot of how each company did the prior week to maybe, you know, give you some insight to, to to what to look for. I always like to look for companies that may have had, you know, may have had a pullback in the previous week, that there was, you know, maybe some selling that you know was overdone. And, and those would be maybe opportunities to dip your toe into uh, for the upcoming week. I also like to look at companies that are reporting their quarterly reports or their quarterly earning results. Uh, That usually is a catalyst uh, for that particular company in the upcoming week. And there are a few of them this week that report this week. So uh, we'll get into those momentarily as we go industry by industry. So uh, very similar to the way we start, we always start with basic materials, we go alphabetically and in basic materials, your four companies involved in the week eight stock showdown with basic materials and here they are you have james hardy industries that's jhx you have selenice corporation ce you have international flavors and fragrances iff and you have omnicorp group omc uh none of which report uh during this week um it was a pretty positive week uh, for basic materials given the fact that the market was down overall for the week um basic materials as a whole outperformed uh the biggest outperformer was international flavors and finger uh fragrances that's iff they actually had a positive move of 3.57 percent last week um the one that stands out to me as i was saying before is is looking for those those buying opportunities is is buying on the dips and, and, and seeing something that's on sale. And on sale just means that it's cheaper than it was the week before, in which case, James Hardy uh, Industries was, uh, and that's JHX ticker symbol, was down 3.79% last week. So, of, of all the companies within basic materials, and I think basic materials can continue to outperform. The one that would stand out to me is the one that pulled back the most and, again, is on sale this week, which would be JHX, James Hardy Industries. So that's the one I have a, have an eye on for this coming week Out of basic materials. On to communication services. Communication services, um, none report, none of the companies report this week. Um, But that's okay. We got a few that I think might resonate with with some of the audience members. We have Tencent Music Entertainment Group. We have China Telecom. We have Pinterest and we have Telus Corporation. Um, So I think the one that would probably stand out the most uh, to my audience uh, would be Pinterest, P-I-N-S. Now I don't use Pinterest. Um, I know a lot of people do use Pinterest. Uh, Pinterest was down 0.75% last week. Um, that's not the one that stands out to me the most. Um, mainly, not to say that because I don't use it, um, but I think it, it's actually not as interesting as 10 Cent Music Entertainment Group. Um, and that would be tipper symbol T-M-E. And uh, Tencent Music Entertainment Group is the owner of, um, <laughs> what's that, um, yeah, TikTok. Thank you. I was losing my train of thought. There's so many social media apps out there, um, and I'm trying to think of the ones that my kids are, are you know, interested in. And um, yeah, Tencent is the owner of TikTok, and I know that there's a lot of buzz around you know, TikTok, my students. They're talking about TikTok. Um, my children are, are starting to mention TikTok as well. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but Tencent Music Entertainment Group, and that's TME, uh, was down, was actually up 0.15%, excuse me, last week. But that's the one, um, you, again, you go back to what Warren Buffett said, and that's buy what you know. So I'm gonna pick what I know in this one, and I have Pinterest on my radar just because I know it, I know of it, and I'm gonna go with 10 Cent Music Entertainment Group, um, TME, uh, coming out of communication services. On to consumer cyclical. The consumer cyclical companies this week are Li Auto Inc. as a Chinese auto company. Uh, we have Hunzai Group. We have O'Reilly. O oh, O. Oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. (laughs) That jingle gets me every time and my kids start singing this jingle now too. So (laughs) that one stands out to me only because my kids sing the jingle. Uh, That's O'Reilly Automotive, O-R-L-Y. And we have Yum Brands, uh, Y-U-M. If you're unfamiliar with Yum Brands, uh, maybe this will help. KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. I believe Long John Silver's is in there too. And they might un- un- own some others, but those are the top three, KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut, uh, that Yum Brands is the parent company of. So normally, you know, if you've ever traveled um, yeah, on any of the major highways, let's just say, and again, this one sticks out to me, is I'm from Ohio, I live in New Jersey now, so there are times where we take Highway 80 and we take it straight through from New Jersey into Ohio. But when you stop at these rest stops, um, it doesn't just have to be Highway 80. I'm sure there's plenty of others, maybe down 95 who've done that one too, from Jersey to Florida. But you'll see a KFC partnered with a Taco Bell or a Taco Bell partnered with a Pizza Hut or a Pizza Hut partnered with a KFC. That's because they're all owned by the same parent company, which is Yum Brands. So instead of paying for two separate locations, you pay for one location. Um, so I like Yum Brands only because I'm, I'm, I'm picking something that I know. Um, and none of those companies report. They already did report. The one that stands out the most would be oh, O'Reilly's Auto Parts because they were up 6.37% last week. Um, I don't like necessarily buying things that are up that substantially. Um, but again, I also like to buy things that I know. I like Yum Brands because it was only, it was down 0.51%. I, I am gonna keep my radar on Huzzide Husai Group, which was down 8.43, and Li Auto, which was down 6.52. Not to say that I'm gonna jump in, but I am gonna do my research on those two companies because they were on sale and on sale substantially from the previous week. On the consumer defensive, we have McCormick and Company, uh, that is MKC. We have Kroger, KR. We have Archer Daniels Midland, ADM. And we have New Oriental Education and Tech Group, EDU, none of which report this week. But then again, I'm always looking to see what do I actually uh, truly know about in, in uh, from coming from this sector. And the one that I know about that sticks out to me the most would be Kroger, and that's KR. KR was down 0.06% last week. Kroger is a, is a grocery store one of which I frequented when I went to Bowling Green State University. Shout out to the Falcons of Bowling Green. Um, Kroger was, uh, was I think a regional, regional um, grocer out there in the Midwest and, and they're expanding. Um, but I like Kroger just because again, you, you, you get into things that you know about. I like McCormick, um, a food maker. So that's one that uh, resonates with me and McCormick. Was down 6.22% last week. Looking for those sales, I think McCormick presents a, a wonderful buying opportunity for this coming week and a pick for the stock showdown. On to energy. Energy, we have Hess Group, Hess Corp, excuse me, H E S. We have Chenier Energy Partners, L P. That would be CQP. We have Baker Hughes, B K R. And we have Halliburton, H A L. Um, of the four, we actually have one reporting this week, their quarterly quarterly results on February the 24th, which would be Wednesday. And that would be Chenier Energy Partners, LP, CQP. So I have my eyes on them only because I, I think earnings are gonna be a catalyst specifically coming out of the energy sector. I think the energy sector is going to continue to outperform as they did last week in the overall market. Uh, case in point, Hess was up 3.77% like has 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 stands out to me because of the the trucks those trucks that um, I think come around come out around the holidays my son he has the trucks and a plane and, and I think my grandfather shout out to good old Jake Bishop down there in Charleston South Carolina or excuse me more specifically Ravenel South Carolina to uh, on the outskirts of uh, Charleston South Carolina so shout out to my grandfather Jake Bishop thanks for all your support throughout the throughout the years um, but anyways uh, Hess, he's got a lot of those Hess trucks too. And that was up, and again, get get into stuff that you know. has 3.77% last week. Chenier Energy Partners up 3%, and they report this week. I think, again, that's just gonna be a further catalyst to move Chenier Energy Partners LP even higher uh, for the week seven, excuse me, week uh, week eight showdown. Under to financial services. Financial services, we have Tur- tu- Tourist Financial Corp, that's TFC. We have Aon PLC, A O N. We have uh, Charles Schwab Corporation, uh, S-C-H-H-W, S-C-H-W. and finally we have PNC uh, Financial Services Group. None of which report this week. Um, financial services had a, had a outperforming week compared to the overall market as a whole. Um, Get into things that you know. I think the one that's gonna stand out to most people would probably be PNC, uh, regional bank, but continuing to expand, um, not to the likes of like, you know, JPMorgan Chase or Bank of America, Wells Fargo. I would say they're definitely a next tier, uh, next tier down financial services institution, but nonetheless, still still a, still a stable company. They were up 4.21% last week. Um, I like Schwab um, because of their trading platform. Um, and because again, more and more people, I think, are, are dipping their toes into the, into the world of investing and seeing that the market is continuing to churn higher. I think you're gonna get more and more people um, start to set up investment portfolios. And um, whether that is is, is you know, as, as comparable to like a Robin Hood with ease of access, I think Charles Schwab is, is, a, is a reputable company that I think a lot of investors stand behind and they were up 5.06%. So I like Schwab, my brother-in-law, Bob Lehman, shout out to Bob Lehman, um, raves about Charles Schwab. So I'm I'm liking Charles Schwab for this coming week, even though that they were up already 5.06% last week, I still am going to go with the old adage of get into what you know. On to healthcare. Uh, Healthcare I think is gonna continue to do well, mainly because of the recovery, the vaccine rollout, you know, the stimulus package that the Biden administration wants to roll out, I believe that's going to go into the House uh, this week and we'll vote upon for the $1.9 trillion stimulus package. I believe $350 billion of that is earmarked for uh, vaccine rollout and the logistics. So I think healthcare care is, is still a place you want to be uh, sector wise. And here are the companies coming out of healthcare this week. We have Boston Scientific Corporation, BSX. We have Humana Inc., H-U-M. Edward, Edwards Life Sciences Corp, EW, and Biogen, B-I-I-B, um, none of which report this week, all reported uh, earlier, this, earlier this month. But overall, the sector was, uh, um, was underperformed the market last week. So for me, by underperforming the market last week, which was already uh, down, I, I like this as a buying opportunity on, on a down week last week. Uh, the one that stands out the most would be Edwards uh, Edwards Life Sciences Corp who was down 4.41% last week, looking maybe to get, uh, get, on, get in on those dips uh, for the upcoming week. I like Biogen, I know Biogen, I follow Biogen, that's B-I-I-B. They were up 1.22% last week. So I think still healthcare is a place that you wanna be uh, due to the recovery efforts. <clears throat> on to industrials. In industrials, we have IHS Market L T D, that's INFO ticker symbol. We have Cummins, CMI, Johnson Controls International, JCI, and Republic Services Inc. R S G. Those are the four coming com- companies, excuse me, coming out of industrials this week. Um, out of industrials, then we have trying to want see the one that stands out the most to me. Not too much stands out to me with industrials. And, and look, the fact of the matter is you have to pick seven companies, there's 11 industries. You don't need to pick one company from every single industry. Um, so, you know, the one that stands out to me is Cummins, uh, Cummins CMI, uh, that's the only one that I recognize and and Cummins Inc was up 0.94% last week. But then again, you don't have to be confined to one, uh, one company per industry. Let's move on to real estate then. Equity Lifestyles Properties, Inc., ELS, WP Carey, Inc., WPC. We got Brookfield Properties Partners, LP Unit, that's B-P-Y, and Annalay Capital Management, L, excuse me, N-L-Y. Those are the four companies coming out of real estate. I think real estate will continue to perform well given the economic recovery. I am cautiously optimistic, however, in the field of real estate. I, I know real estate has done extraordinarily well since the start of the pandemic, as people flock out of uh, the major metropolitan cities and into the suburbs, rural areas, etc. And and you have a supply issue with housing and, and, you know, increased demand and low supply is going to force prices up. So I think real estate has done well, I think the industry as a whole has done well. The industry last week, um, there were some names, uh, three of three of the four this week that didn't have the greatest week last week. So that's what I'm looking for: are these buying opportunities? The one that stands out to me the most was WP Carey Bank, which was down 3.42 last week. But the one that stands out more than that, uh, because shout out again to my brother-in-law Bob Lehman, because he promotes this one and that would be Anilay Capital Management. Uh, He's a big proponent of Anilay Capital Management, mainly because of the dividend uh, that it pays. I think Anilay Capital Management pays an extraordinarily high dividend. Um, Side note on dividends, dividends is just nothing more than a reward to shareholders um, that gets paid out quarterly. So as long as you own the shares, um, you'll get paid that quarterly dividend um, each and every time, as long as the, the company continues to pay the dividend. And case in point, and this is why Bob Lehman, uh, thank you, uh, promotes this one, is this one pays $0.88 per share um, for its dividend. Now you might think to yourself, $0.88, yeah, that's no big deal. But obviously the more shares you have, the more money you get. But if you put it on a annualized percentage basis, what you're actually getting just for owning the shares, and you can park your money there and the stock can go up, down, sideways. And yeah, you might lose a little bit of capital um, if the stock goes down. And conversely, you might gain some capital if the stock goes up. But the bottom line is as long as you hold, you're getting 88 cents per share on a dividend basis, which equates to on a yield percentage, which you're talking about, how much how much money did you make on a percentage basis? Like people will park their money in a bank savings account and, and the, the the rate advertised will be half of 1%. If you park your money in NLA Capital Management, NLC, you're getting 10.7, or excuse me, NLY, my apologies, NLY, NLA Capital Management, you're getting 10.73% on a dividend percentage. That is extraordinary. Again, park your money there, you're still getting 10%. You're getting 20 times more than what a bank savings account is going to pay you. And that really just goes into you know my, my preview or my review from last week with Goldilocks and has everything to do with the Federal Reserve and what they've been doing with interest rates. Is they've been keeping interest rates so low for so long that interest rates at bank savings accounts are, are pennies on the dollar. But that's because they want to make lending cheap as well. But if they make lending cheap, so when banks loan out money and and, and the interest rates are low for the consumer and the business owner, that too, though, hurts savers who are parking their money in bank savings accounts and getting half of 1% if they're lucky. So, if you take a little bit of risk and you find a stable company like an NLA management, you're going to park it there and get 88 cents for every share. And that's going to equate to 10.73% on a yearly dividend percentage. That is extraordinary. So in in regards to stock showdown, I like Analy, but I'm talking long term. This is a great dividend stock that pays 10.73% on an annualized basis. Check them out, Analy Capital Management N-L-Y. On to technology, the four companies coming out of technology, we have Autodesk, A D S K. We have Dell Technologies, D E. D-E-L-L, we have Lamb Research Corporation, L-R-C-X, and we have Adolescent Corporation, uh, PLC, that's TEAM, T-E-A-M. All right, so of the four companies this week coming out of technology, we actually do have two reporting um, this week. So those are the ones that I have my radar on this week are the two that are actually reporting, and that's Autodesk, uh, A-D-S-K, who reports on the 25th of February, which would be Thursday, and we have Dell Technologies, D-E-L-L, also reporting on Thursday as well, both after the market closes on Thursday. So that could be a catalyst uh, come Friday because once they report after the market closes at 4.30, that could be a carryover into Friday's uh, Friday's trading. So I would keep an eye on both of those companies for the upcoming week. And uh, both of those companies were relatively flat last week. Autodesk was down 0.83 and Dell was actually flat um, over last week. And then finally, onto our utility sector. We have Evergy uh, Inc., EVRG. We got Korea Electrical Power Corporation, that is KEP. We have Hungye Power International Inc., uh, HNP. And we have Centerpoint Energy, CNP. Um, None of which report this week. Uh, Big movers, nothing really, I mean, negligibly changed both on a positive and negative perspective. Um, Energy, I think, or excuse me, utilities, I think are relatively stable plays. I don't think overall utilities is going to be the best place to to win in, in the week eight stock showdown. Uh, Just personally looking at the numbers, and I think there's a lot of other companies out there from other industries that are going to give you a better weekly performance than utilities as a whole. So those are the 44 companies um, involved in the week eight stock showdown. I I think I've given you a a, a lot to think about and and divulge. Just make sure that you get your picks in before 9 a.m. Tomorrow, February the 22nd, Eastern Standard Time so you can qualify for this week's week eight stock showdown. The winning uh, the winning portfolio uh, will receive a $25 Amazon gift card which will be released at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, Friday would be February the 26th. I will go live on Facebook to announce uh, the top three and, and then award uh, the top performer with a $25 Amazon gift card. So hopefully we can get a lot more people involved this week. That's really what we're trying to do here is just build a user base, get people interested and excited about about investing, um, about stocks, about the stock market as a whole, about the economy. Um, Just get people a little bit more excited about it so they have a genuine interest in it. So then they can take this this interest and um, this education and apply it to their own personal finances portfolios, retirement accounts, etc. So please feel free to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, check out the, the podcast of Spotify, Google uh, podcast, Apple Podcasts. Please leave me any messages with any feedback that you might have. You're a beautiful audience. Enjoy your Sunday. God bless you. God bless America. We'll see you on Friday when we go live at 430. Good luck to everybody.